Daryl Wong. Nick no Sarah. Yo, big fucking shit. Uh, so the new Sonic the Hedgehog trailer is out. Did you <laughs> okay. <watch> no. <laughs> well, should I have? Right, first of all, they had to. Well, they had to fix his mutilated face because uh-huh. they launched the first trailer, and people were like, "What <laughs> in the fuck is wrong with that thing's face?" And then they had to go back and reanimate the entire Sonic the Hedgehog like in the movie. No fucking way. <laughs> release a trailer with his new face. Yeah, I gotta look I gotta look this shit up right now. Just to see. Look yeah, I really think you need to oh look it god. up. Like Sonic face comparison. Google image that shit. Oh my god. Alright, so first image that comes up, there's um, like a very fuzzy version of him. And then there's mm-hmm. like a there's like a newer one that sure, looks smoother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much smoother with a much yeah. uh, darker, smoother um, mouth area. Yeah, d- much smoother mouth area, darker, and like bigger eyes and stuff. What was the major complaint with the first one? It's just like, oh, he looks it like a stuffed animal. Like a little, like a little rat. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. He just looked like a little fucking rat, you know? Uh, anyway, but in mid-trailer, I'm watching the, obviously, like I'm chilling in bed. Uh, doing my biz, you know, uh, cranking through some uh, Jack Ryan on Amazon. <laughs> oh my really god! That show. God, um, <laughs> drinking really my watched, big You really um, watched everything. <laughs> I get a notification YouTube. Hello, the trailer you've been waiting for, Sonic the Hedgehog. It's here. I watch it. And it's like mid-trailer, it says, from the producers of The Fast and the Furious. Yo! I said, what? (laughs) So I looked, and I was like, oh, our fucking boy Neil Moritz is a big-time producer on this Sonic Hedgehog movie. (laughs) are you talking about Ferrari? Is that the guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ferrari. Wow. Ferrari, pal. Ferrari, pal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's fucking awesome mm-hmm. when's this movie come out i'm gonna watch it now like i had i, I had know, no stake man, in the I'm game not, until now fuck i'm gonna watch that movie yeah oh i'm definitely yeah. gonna watch it now yeah sonic hedgehog um yeah make it happen yo feb don't watch it right now on the pod don't watch it right now on the pod this is not a live sonic the trailer hedgehog reaction right, right. pod that's not yeah, what we're yeah. doing man i'm just collecting yeah. information feb 14 2020 yes i know you're i know you're in a in connecticut having a fancy getaway romantic weekend so i want you and jess pour a glass of merlot later you know <laughs> uh curl up by the fireplace mm-hmm uh, get that Apple TV clicker going. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and fire up that Sonic the Hedgehog trailer because I think you really need to fucking watch it. Man. <laughs> I'll put it on the menu. I'll put it on uh, the dessert menu. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, what's going on? This is no one likes the tuna podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. I'm Nick Nocera, and I'm Daryl Wong. Oh shit! You sound great, buddy. Yeah, thank you. you thank you. Great. I turned up, turned up my lows. We watch a Fast and Furious movie every single week. 
Um, and then we talk about it for about a half hour to 45 minutes. And um, we this week we watched Fat Furious 6, the sixth the, installment of the Fast and Furious franchise. That's for Correct? the 12th time here, yes. Yeah, for the 12th time we watched it. 12 times in, how is it going? This this movie is really a part of me now. It's just one of those things like, oh, like I know it and it's here and I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> and like every beat feels very comfortable. I'm like, oh, right. This is, you know, this is the part where Hobbs enlists Dom. This is the mm-hmm. part, like this is the first chase through that sort of exploding construction site. Right. The Some people puck. use... Yeah. Yeah. Some people use the uh, moon cycle. Other people use the stars. But like, I basically use these movies as a uh, to set the tone and the and the pace of my uh, spiritual being. Yeah. Our Fast and Furious cycles are like the the moon cycles of old, basically. <laughs> you know, right. like the waxing and waning Fast and Furious. It works for me. Yeah, it runs my life pretty much. Um, have I ever mentioned how much I love? I wrote this as a note. Have I ever mentioned how much I love Elsa Pataki? I love Elena. I love Elena for Dom, and I wish she was in this movie like at all. I mean, uh, you never formally uh, professed, but uh, I'm glad that time has arrived today. Yeah, she's fucking great, right? What do you like about her? She's just like easy going, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, she wants, I think she wants, in her heart, she wants the best for Dom. Even though I I feel like Dom's a really challenging, selfish individual. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and... She's like down to like I don't know where they are. Colombia, where are they? Spain. Um, when um, oh. Hobbs shows up. Mm. We don't I feel know. Like Do we care? No. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's like a like a runner on the sort of opening scene when they're. Yeah, I'm sure there is, but. Not it felt like it felt like Spain. Really. It felt like Spain or Portugal to me. It does feel like Spain. Let's call it Spain. Yeah. I feel like when they're in Spain, she's just like down to like live Dom's you know what I mean? Like live Dom's life there, mm-hmm. basically. She lets him like work on motors in the backyard. Villa it's not even a backyard, it's like a balcony. Which yeah slash entertaining mean, area. Yeah, balcony, it's a it's a patio. It's a it's a it's a raised terrace. It's a raised terrace. Like what? What? You know, she lets yeah. him work on motors on a terrace. She's how do you like, even get like a five hundred pound? Uh, I don't know, how much does a motor weigh? But like, I've thought about that so many fucking times. I'm just like, right? How did you get, <laughs> did you get a car into your backyard? Yeah, did you get a really strong FedEx delivery man to get that up there. I guess it like it makes sense to do it if you're doing it as like a piece. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen like like you know, a coffee table or whatever that has an, a motor as its base. So mm-hmm. I understand like hiring a person to like take that, take it into the middle of your living room and then like put a piece of glass on top of it. And it'll be there forever. It'll be there forever. But this presumably is going back in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so I have no a clue what he's in, up to, basically, there. But she's protective of him, you know what I mean? And she's, like, good at acting, and she's, like, the chemistry is good. I'm just into everything Elsa Pataki is putting down in this movie. Mm-hmm. Do we think we're going to... I mean, where do we think she eventually... Wait, hold on. Do I know this already? Let me think ahead. Yes, you definitely know this. Fast 8. Fast 8. She comes back. And then she retires. And then we never see her. Nope. No? Nope. Hold on, hold on. Zero percent true. (laughs) She... Yeah, all right. (laughs) This is a great... This is good audio. Let's go see if Daryl can remember what happens in Fast 8. Comes back. Oh no 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 no! I know what she does. Uh, oh wait, hold on. Wait a minute. They're in the all right. They're, they're in the plane. Does she get? Yep. She's in a plane. No. Yeah, she is. She has a baby. Briefly. Yes. Then she and then she's murdered. in a plane in body, and then uh, she gets murdered. Fuck, Elena. Yeah. It's Damn. A bummer. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. And it's like, as much as I love Letty, you know, she should have either stayed dead in this movie or Elena should have like come with them on the mission and there could have been some conflict, Mm. you know, like interesting theatrical conflict. Yeah, that would have been way better. Not that like, right. All right. Not that like Dom is like such a desirable person to be (laughs) conflicted about. (laughs) you know um but like a yeah i don't know a buddy a buddy cop elena letty movie i think interesting i'm trying to i'm trying to think in Mm -hmm. in our current timeline when would have been a better time to reintroduce elena such that she could be part of the crew i know she i know she declines the invitation to join the crew at the end of this movie but call her up i would have had her come Right. Along for the yeah, ride in she London. She gets the call. She you shows know? up in the, like in the skyscraper. They like, come to London with the crew. There, and she we'll has some sort of up, sweet like, other car and fresh. some sort of enhanced uh, enhanced uh, law enforcement abilities because presumably um, Brian gets new yeah. superpowers with every movie. Totally. Yeah, exactly. And like then Dom gets shot and maybe Elena has second thoughts about being so supportive about going on this mission. Like, Oh, there's the mortal danger here. Like was, is this actually a good idea? Should we let this all go? His, is me suggesting we let it all go in conflict with what Don really wants? You know what I mean? Am I being selfish? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do I just want him to let it go? Because I'm selfish to myself. Mm -hmm. And like, if he lets it go, we get to live. She's here for the lies of life. These are conflicts that could have been in this movie, right? Well, but they chose to just—I don't know. Yeah. Do you think she was making another movie during this movie, and that's why she's not in it? I've never seen her in anything else. Um, I don't really know either. Right. To be honest with you, like what she. I've never seen her in anything else. She had a movie come out in 2013 when Uh this did called The Wine of Summer, which doesn't look very good. And um, 
Hmm. Yeah. It might. Yeah, I don't know. Looks like a little indie or something. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't look like maybe it took that much of her time. And then she did Furious 7 right after that. So and I kind of doubt that she was doing something else. She's got the acting skills. She could definitely branch out if she wanted to. Oh, totally. Um, I'd love to see her in some big time shit. You know what I mean? She got the chops. Yeah. Anyway, what do you got this uh, watch through? Um, I have a bunch of crappy ones, but I'm just going to go to my main one. So last yeah. week. Hit uh, me. Yeah. So last week we were talking about the Mossad draw. Uh, yes. The method of pulling in an L shape from your from your hip holster up to your shoulder and then pushing out to your uh, intended whatever shooting target. Mm-hmm. One of the main components of that sort of uh, of that type of draw is that one like there's no yeah there's no bullet in the chamber so you have to sort of rack you have to rack with your other hand as you're going forward. Um. And I'm bringing it up again because that Mossad draw is the mm-hmm. reason why Giselle is dead. Oh! What? It's the single oh. reason why she's dead. And I always Continuity like... Continuity from pod to pod. I love it. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. So, right? We see it mm-hmm. there like last... Yeah, right? And, uh uh, Han sort of mentions that as like the key, one of the key things that uh, uh, the key ways that he recognized that she was Israeli ex-military, yep. and as she's holding on, and uh, I don't know, like Mike, I'm, I'm gonna call him Mike Bibby, shows up behind Han and is about to kill him as they're sort of chasing the airplane. She makes that decision. Like the bald she's like, child. That, yeah, it looks like the evil bald Mike child. Bibby from the. Yeah, Mike Bibby from the Sacramento Kings. Right. Okay. Is that yeah. who that is? Not that. That's not actually him, but it looks exactly like him. Okay, cool. I don't know. I don't know yeah. anything. Yeah, you can look it up afterwards. Exact match. Cool. Um, right. But yeah, she has to make that decision. She's like, I can hold on. And I know I have a gun and I see this guy coming, but I like reaching around and cocking this pistol and shooting that guy is not possible with one hand because. I carry Israeli army style, Mossad style. So I have no bullet in my chamber, therefore cannot shoot this guy with one hand. Must sacrifice self, use two hand draw, and shoot him in the face. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It makes it even sadder, honestly. And like You think that just one instance, you know what I mean? Like one is like that one instance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just feel like if you're going in, the, if you are driving a car 90 miles per hour towards a speeding jet, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like bad guys chasing you or trying to kill you. Like, just take care of it ahead of time. Right. Like, honestly, like, just get the gun loaded and ready to go. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But, I mean, I will build. Bum shoot that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I mean, so is Han. 
And they were the best. Well, here's the thing. She sort of like flies off the back of the car, shoots and like lands on the ground, right? That's the maximum extent that happens to her. Mm -hmm. Theoretically, that car is traveling maximum 120 miles an hour. Check this out, though. 125. Shaw is alive, and he basically suffered the same fate. Yes. Yes. Not only the same fate, the plane is, like, taking off at that point. Which is the maximum whatever ground speed, yeah. He, like, falls from higher, and it's probably a little faster because the plane is, like, moving faster at that point. Mm -hmm. And he is basically fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like he's he's a fine he's fine, and he has no fear of planes. It says a jumbo jet typically takes off around. I mean, it varies, but like 185 miles per hour. That's pretty fast. It's pretty fucking fast, yeah. right? I she's not driving 185 miles per hour when she falls. No. And she doesn't fall no. nearly as far as Sean does. I, I, that like the physics of that make me upset. Mm-hmm. Basically, that like they had to take her. Uh, yeah, Giselle is way more like beefed out than Shaw. Yeah, mm, you know, sort of. Shaw, I mean. But we know about Cha, he's still sort of... They're both bad. ...ex-special forces, yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, they're both chunked out. Anyway, same phase. She should maybe still be alive. I totally agree. Um, Should we do shots? Yeah, I think it's that time of day. Oh, baby. Uh, Here on No One Likes the Tina Podcast, we... Have a little segment we like to call Shadows. Uh, yeah, one day we'll get that in unison. Um, we like to just give a little shout out to products, services, people, all kinds of shit. Um, just for fun, basically. Mm-hmm. And Daryl, I'm going to be selfish this week. I actually got two. Okay. Got an anti and a and a pro. Okay. Are or they related? Are they related to each other? Do you want to? you want to do a they shout out? They are unrelated to each other. But I was, I I have I was equally jiving and anti jiving on <laughs> these items this week. All right. And need to discuss. All right. So hey. why don't I start off with my pro, and then you do one, and I'll do my anti. Shout out sandwich. Shout out to sandwich. Uh, the first piece of bread is Le Creuset. Do you know what that is? I'm not familiar with this, no. Le Creuset is a brand of kitchenware that's like French cast iron with enamel coating. And the enamel coating looks like sort of like there's a various colors, but it's usually like a red to orange ombre. Mm-hmm. I think I might, I might have one of these, actually. I might have two. I have a large one and a small oh. one. Gifted down from Jess's parents. Like a pop. It's a Yeah, they're real like, Dutch nice oven? and expensive. Yeah. Is it called a Dutch oven most of the time? 
There is, yes, they make a Dutch oven. That is the classic Le Creuset mm-hmm. uh, item. Is the Dutch oven like uh, the specific I, shape? Yeah. Got it. Oh, I think it's like an oval-shaped pot, maybe? Is that what you have? All right. I don't I don't have a Dutch oven. I have okay. a this material thing in the red with like the light mm-hmm. interior, um, but it's just a circle, kind of like a... Uh, yeah, who knows? Smaller at the top, larger at the bottom. Not me. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it is the circle one. I don't know. I think it would qualify. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't have a Dutch oven. <laughs> what I do have, what I used to own when I lived in Queens with my ex-girlfriend, she made us buy this Le Creuset French press. Oh. Uh, that was like fucking expensive. Uh and it's like ceramic and it has the same kind of color scheme and anyway i lost it in the divorce Mm -hmm. but i recently bought it again like another one and i forgot how great it was it was really it's really fantastic wow i'm fucking it's so it made the coffee it makes is unbelievable it and the the big plus is the ceramic keeps the um keeps the coffee warm mm-hmm. right it's like kind of insulated mm. the glass ones lose their heat like in two seconds right but right the ceramic right. ones are phenomenal is this yeah. a like a personal size or do so, you have a family size uh veg press here i mean i think many people would say it's family sized mm-hmm. but i use it for personal endeavor good 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 I drink a lot of coffee as well. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I like. I've never. Uh, what do you want to shout out to this week? Uh, yeah, I've never mastered like my French press technique. It always comes out kind of bad, mm. kind of like cloudy and not that great. Weak. Cloudy, weak, and. Sometimes I overdo it. Sometimes I try to leave it in there for too long. It ends up being just cloudy and bitter. My mm-hmm. French press skills are yeah very poor. You gotta practice. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also like there's a lot dependent on the grind. Uh huh. Like how much you grind the beans. And how do you how do you know how do you know how what's coarse right? Coarse versus how fine. Just gotta. Got I it's really personal taste. Mm-hmm. People will tell you to do like a, a coarser grind for a French press, mm-hmm. which I generally kind of disagree with. But that's just because I like like sort of a, a little bit of bitterness mm-hmm. and a little stronger coffee. Um, yeah, it's up to you, baby. Okay. Make what you like. Nice. I've yeah I've had and then a, you gotta stir it. That's the other key. Mm. You pour the water in, and you stir it, and then you put the lid on while it's brewing. Mm-hmm. This is probably all fucked up and wrong, but this is what I do. Put the lid on while it's brewing. Keep the heat in there, and just fucking press it after like five minutes. Hmm. Do you temperature control your water? I get. I, I have a electric tea kettle. Mm, pro. So I boil it, and then I let the tea kettle sit 
to get a little underboiling yeah. before I poured it. I made that mistake a few times where I just like poured boiling water in there and it kind of mm-hmm. kind of scorched everything and as you as you mm-hmm. would expect tasted terrible. Yeah, I bet. I'll work on my skills. Can't burn it. I'll work on my skills. Um, what do you want to shout out to this week, buddy? Yeah. So, uh my shout out this week is also to a food item. Um Sick. Yeah. It's the grocery store roast chicken. Do they have those in New Zealand? Oh, like a rotis? Yeah. Talking about roadies? The roadie rotisserie chicks? The rotis. The rotis. Big no. fan. Those they things are don't... The f- Yeah, they're the shit. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, they're the bomb. It's one of those things like I've yeah, I've had some that are like totally mind blowing. And I've had others that are like not quite as impressive, but I'm always glad mm-hmm. that I bought them and they, yeah. they're always priced like so well and they're always there they're when I, <laughs> yeah, they're always there when I need them to like, yeah, I don't know, like support my eating needs. And I say that in the sense that it's just like, oh, like, you know, takeouts, it's like a, for some reason it ends up feeling better than takeout. Yeah. Right? I'm totally with you. Ugh. Um our friend Max, who uh you know, obviously, mm-hmm. uh and has been on the pod, friend of the pod, lost about like seventy I don't know how much exactly, like seventy five pounds or something like that. And uh if you ask him how he did it, he just he's like, I ate nothing but roadies and spinach. What? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> he just ate straight up rotisserie chicken and spinach. That's it. That sounds like the like I, that sounds like a new religion, as far as I'm concerned. Because like, yeah, I could definitely eat that forever, forever. forever. Wow. Yeah. yeah, big time. Yeah, them shits are um, delicious. They have um, they have roasted chicken in New Zealand, like mm-hmm. at the grocery store. You can buy a roasted chicken. It's not quite the same thing as a rotisserie. Mm-hmm. But one, it is not priced correctly. Mm. It's like expensive. And two, <laughs> it's like um, going to the supermarket is so much more of a production here. Uh, like, I can't tell you. That. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's just annoying going to the huh. supermarket. So, like, when I was in um, Poughkeepsie, working i drive i'd stop by the stop and shop on my way back six minutes i'd be in and out grab a roadie boom you know what and like grab a roadie maybe a honey mustard sauce and mm. get the fuck out of there yeah now it's like if i want to get over if i had this from sitting down in my chair podcasting to getting eating a roast chicken from a it's like that's like an hour and 15 minute Ooh, yikes it's brutal, man. There's traffic. It's fucking like you got a park, and like the parking lots here are tight and terrible. And then like there's the aisles are too small. Ugh. It's just me- it's just messy. And then there's maybe like five roasted chickens because it's not a big thing. So if like there isn't one, you have to go to a different grocery store. Oh no, it's a big deal. There's never yeah. not been one, which is I think part of like the reliability of a roadie around here. This is like yeah. even if it's like yeah. one of the last like two. Three. I've. I think I've even purchased the last one before, 
it's just like I have full confidence that this thing's gonna be delicious. Totally, totally agree. Um, shout out to Rodies, they're life changing basically. Uh, I used to get them at Stop and Shop for six bucks a roadie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> somewhere between five and eight dollars yeah. is sort of the going yeah. rate for one of these bad boys. Totally, man. Totally, eat more roadies, people. Yeah. Um, I need to give an anti shout out big time. Ooh. Um, I do. It is. It is a. It's a brag disguised in an anti shout out. Okay. 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 <laughs> so I did something very fast and furious this week. Ooh, did you? Very fast and furious. Yes. How fast are we talking here? Oh, we're talking 85 Corolla fast, baby. Yo. 1.3 liter 85 Corolla. <laughs> I fixed my own fucking car. What? Yes. What type of repair are we talking here? We're talking what, and first of all, we're not just talking about repair, Daryl. We're talking diagnosis. Oh. And repair. Okay, okay. So the diagnosis was actually kind of the whole thing. Um, it ended up being my ignition coil was fucked. I had to go get a new ignition coil for an 85 Corolla. I found like this dude in a hole in the wall who sells old Toyota parts, bought one from him and replaced it. Mm-hmm. And it fucking started up again. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that was, that's amazing. I've never done anything like that before in my life, but like it wouldn't start. And I had to like check all this shit and like try one thing at a time and figure out what was wrong, which was like a real rewarding endeavor. There's a little Twitter video up on my on the on the Nolt Twitter if you guys want to check that out. Um, but my anti shout out is to Flathead Screws because fuck those bad boys for sure. I spent maybe an hour and a half getting two Flathead Screws out of these like deep weld holes. Hmm. I just can't. I can't believe it's 2019. There's still flathead screws that exist in the universe. You know? Everything should be Phillips. I, every, we should have invented a ray gun that like materially changed all the flathead screws into Phillips screws. By uh-huh. Now. Uh-huh. Because flathead screws are fucking dog shit. I don't remember the last time really? I have even seen one. Awful. Awful, awful, awful things. The screwdriver slips out of them. It never wedges in there correctly. It's always kind of loose and like mm-hmm. shaky and scrapey, and you can strip it out in two seconds. It, and literally, like the hole that the flathead screw was sitting in, it was like two inches down in this hole, and there was like space around the screw. So <laughs> sometimes I thought I was like making it. I can't. It was so bad, dude. Um. <laughs> And then I had to put them back in. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So anyway, anti shout out flathead screws. Damn. Wow. Wait, yeah. uh, so Big what's damn. the gold? Big Phillips is the gold? Or are we talking something else like uh, Torx? Or, uh, I mean, I'm into a classic Phillips. I'm into yeah. a, um, yeah, I'm into a Starbit, weirdly. Mm-hmm. You know? That's about it. Right, right. 
Philo seems like the way to go. Um, let's talk about the way to go back home, which is L.A. in this movie for these people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a moment in the end where in Dom is sitting in front of the fire. They're all sad about Giselle for about two seconds. Then they're all like pumped. It's not enough. Time. Not enough time. Yeah, not enough time. Not, not enough, enough time. time. Then Dom is like, "Here's a briefcase. Let's get down a bit. Fuck Giselle. Let's get down to business. Here's a briefcase. It's worth billions." And then. Fucking, what's his name? Hobbs. So he's giving it to Hobbs, mm-hmm. and he's standing next to Letty, right? There's the three of them in that grouping together. Yes. And then basically Dom says something like, it's only worth one number. 1327. 1327. Right? But he's talking yes. to Hobbs, who has never been to L.A. with them. And like... Mm not familiar with the house and maybe he even knows the address but isn't familiar with how sentimental that is uh-huh. and the other person he's talking to is letty who doesn't fucking remember anything <laughs> so he has this like shitty like clever grin on this like 1327 1327. Uh, that's worth billions to me but the two people he's talking to are like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> you know they have no idea yeah yeah um, i mean yeah. Hobbs per- Hobbs could have possibly read it in his file that he lived at 1327 so sure. he uh maybe it's but yeah he has at least some uh uh connection or some way to have gotten to the uh gotten to the punchline mm-hmm. but you're right. I mean, uh, you, you got to know your audience when you're delivering a uh, line like that, especially at the close of a movie. Yeah. you. I mean, he's delivering it for the audience is the problem. He's not right. delivering it for Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, not Hobbs and Shaw. Fucking Hobbs and Letty. Hobbs and Letty. Yeah. Yeah. I almost slipped to a Hobbs and Shaw snafu there. <laughs> we don't talk about them. No, definitely not. Um, anyway, I just thought he was like being stupid. Well, I mean, he did hit his, he, he presumably hit his head pretty hard in that, um, in that car accident where he had to launch his vehicle out of the nose of a yeah, that's true. large airplane and catch fire. So yeah, it's excusable potentially. Yeah, that's true. Um, what else you got for this movie? Almost nothing else, cool. basically. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I wanted to, I think I noticed that, um, Brian has like a custom handbrake inside of his, inside of the M5 that he's driving, mm-hmm. which, um, Different you know, than the M5 that Tyrese is driving? I, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, uh, I thought they were all driving, I mean, based on the, based on how, um, uh, Tej was insulting the stock M5s. I thought they were all driving stock mm-hmm. sort of BMWs, but Brian's clearly has a custom handbrake in there, so he can do that drift move, which we know that he has the skill um, to do now. Custom he handbrake. Well, he taught. We think he taught. He maybe yes. taught uh, Han. 
Han how to drift. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I noticed that. Maybe he uh, took it in his carry-on. <laughs> brought it in. You I know? think. I mean, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how that particular type of. Uh, um yeah vehicle upgrade works maybe you can do a little bit of that research for yourself for your corolla like how here. to get it through customs yeah not how to get it through customs but how difficult is it to install a uh custom drift handbrake into a otherwise mm-hmm. stock vehicle yeah i don't know yeah so, like on short notice right right but luda does say it's all about like making a bond with the car you know like customizing so mm-hmm. like a you know, it's yeah. a give and take. It's so take. maybe, um, maybe your, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just needs to do something, right? Just like tweak it a little bit, mm-hmm. make it happen. Put a little bit of extra swagger on there. I respect that. Yeah, put a little extra swagger. I respect it too. Just a little something, something. Yeah. Um. All right, two things, basically, and we can wrap mm-hmm. this pub up. Cool. What are the odds that both of them bought a model of their favorite cars from the <laughs> like exact same diecast car company at the yeah. exact same time and like brought them to Jack? Right? Yeah. It's actually <laughs> it seems a little suspicious. I mean, it's actually very funny. I own I own one of those uh, those blue no. GTR 136 models. It was given to yeah. me by my cousin Brian for Christmas a uh, handful of years ago, and he was like, "Hey, wow. I heard you're doing this Your cousin podcast." Brian. Yes, you're right. Yes, my cousin Brian. Wow. Gifted me a whatever movie Fuck, model, so I own one of those. Maybe it's not um, random as That's sick. Maybe I should get a black charger diecast model. <laughs> yeah, park it somewhere important so you're reminded of the uh, yeah beauty of these movies. Uh, rem- uh, uh, Toretto, remember. <laughs> Fuck, man. Um, I just thought it was like oddly specific gift. Like even though I get it, it's like cars. It's probably like a common car thing, but it's like weird that they both showed up a bit like in spain or wherever fuck it is it was yeah it was almost too self-aware because those models Mm -hmm. yeah i mean whatever those 136 models like only exist in real life now because of these movies yeah and it seems like maybe mia was like on the phone with dom and was like, oh, just like (laughs) offhand like oh brian's getting him a diecast model of gdr (laughs) and dom's like Oh, that's what he thinks. <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, this is our last movie with... This is our last movie with Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, alive. I mean, his computer face is in seven. Um, and it was just... I just feel like one of the more sad things about Paul Walker's death is that... <sighs> If he kept doing these movies, which obviously he would have, mm-hmm. at, at, at some point in the cyclical nature of trends, we would have seen his like beautiful blonde hair again. Grown out, too fast, too furious style. Grown out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
because in four it's kind of short, in five it's buzzed, in six it's buzzed, in seven it's buzzed. Because he's a fugitive. That's his fugitive look. It's his fugitive hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in one, it's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unbelievable hair. Yeah. Ear length, uh, wavy, sort of like brown blonde. Perfect. It's great. Um, yeah, it's just absolutely perfect. So I miss his hair. I miss his beautiful golden locks, uh, as I imagine all others do. Mm-hmm. Blowing in the wind behind the wheel of a lime green eclipse. Just had a moment. Yeah. Um, all right. So next week we're going to watch seven. And then like, honestly, this feels fucked up because like cycle 11 was the relaunch cycle. Mm-hmm. We were just like doing it fresh for the first time in a couple years. Cycle 12 like has felt okay. Mm-hmm. But the last time when we, the initial phase one of this pod a couple years ago, we only had seven movies out. Right. So like going into next week would be going into the end of the cycle, which always felt kind of good. Mm-hmm. We have three more movies in this cycle. <laughs> Which feels fucking terrible, right? Eight. Are we are we including are we including Hobbs then in the cycles now? Oh, of course we are. Okay, all right. It was stated on the podcast for the record before that we that Hobbs was mm-hmm. not included. I'm not to watch it though. Was it? Yeah, I think I think maybe the second time we watched it, we were like, we're definitely not watching this again. Oh, I think that was saying like. Because we had watched it in Cycle 11, Episode 3 or whatever, and we weren't going to watch it for Cycle 11 also at the end of the cycle. Got it. That was what I interpreted. Anyway, we can figure this out later. Uh, If you want to reach out to us, you can do so by email. And no one likes the... Nope, that's not it. It's no one likes the tuna podcast at gmail.com is our address. Uh Uh-huh. You Insta... We're sporadically on Instagram. We're sporadically on Instagram at no one likes the tuna podcast. Yeah. Uh, I saw you've been posting some dub shit up there. I'm out there on the streets every day looking for fun shit. Fun funny cars mostly to post cars. Funny cars and like, you know, whatever jokes and shit. Yeah. Um I love some of the collage work you're doing. Yo. It's a it's a multi platform collage experience. Uh, I think you should do more of that. I I really like doing them, but uh, yeah, I sometimes try to do them on my work computer, and I'm I like don't have the fonts and stuff, and it presents an issue when I want to finish them off. Yeah, I get you. I yeah. get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really well, enjoy doing them. Looks like you got to schlep another laptop to work. I know, get, them, I brought, get them going. I brought so many laptops to Connecticut for this trip. I'm hauling a lot of equipment. <laughs> Um, you can get us on uh, Twitter at Nolt Podcast. I'm, uh, you know, we're sending out some fun links and stuff. All in, if you tweet at me, I'll fucking tweet it back. It's like mm-hmm. not, it, it's we don't have a fan base large enough for me not to do that like, at mm-hmm. all. So mm-hmm. I will. And uh, you can uh, rate and review us uh, on Apple Podcasts would be really dope if you want. So 
Uh, that's it for me this week. It's a wrap. You got anything else? That's cool, man. No, that's a wrap. Let's talk. Peace out, homeboys. Peace out.